0: Your source for community, Muskoka-made talk shows are on Muskoka Magazine, The Bay, 88.7. Hey, this is Dr. Shervin. Muskoka Magazine is brought to you by Dairy Lane Dental, keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Please visit DairyLaneDental.com. I'm Mark Mantha. This is news and life about the people of Muskoka, about sustainable living and rethinking communities. Innovation resourcefulness, and simplicity. Quality of life and getting the most out of what we have. Sit back, relax, and do some chores. The best way to take in the show. I was sitting having a chat with a friend, more like a brother. For whatever reason, we stopped talking and looked ahead. There were two birds. One of them had caught a mouse. The birds were fighting over that mouse. And the mouse got away. The two birds now had nothing. We turned back and looked at each other, and it's funny how our earlier discussion on how adversarial relationships between people, groups, and even governments are not productive. And we'll never forget that story that unfolded before us that day. The mouse one. We need to talk. Maybe this time you need to sit down, get that cedar tea in a bigger mug. What is going on? What is mainstream social media anymore? What is mainstream news anymore? I might not be relating so much to the 20 and 30-somethings, maybe even the 40-somethings, but when you get enough life experience behind you, you start to see what's not worked and degraded over decades with the promise of change. Back in the day, Walter Cronkite was a trusted news anchor. The news was indeed news. When that editorial piece came up in the news broadcast, you knew clearly it was the editorial piece. They practically told you. You knew where the news ended and the editorial started. National news outlets across Canada are now admitting to things that never happened at the winter protests in Ottawa. Kudos for the apologies. That takes courage, but it never should have happened in the first place. Because rushing to get to the headline is not responsible news accounting. The most trusted news for me were videos and photos from regular people I recognized from Muskoka, Parry Sound, Georgian Bay, North Bay. It was so confusing for everyone. Things weren't adding up. I was tempted more than once to go to Ottawa and see for myself so I could figure this out. My parents, who lived in that era of trusting the news as being the news, would be less likely to believe it is anything but good reporting even today. Because they believed in that trust for such a long time. Now adding social media to the mix, total chaos... I'll resist using any fancy words to define or explain it. Maybe this is going to be a good exercise in breaking down how it works to everyone. With Facebook, your privacy, first of all, is dead. And Facebook knows and keeps a record of everything you do. Not just what you post, it tracks everything about how you behave. What you click on, what you view, what you share, what you like, what you comment on, what makes you angry, happy, who you connect with, it knows you better than you think. Facebook now knows how to target you, so Facebook will not offer up much of anything outside of your usual online behavior when it comes to ads and news, because it knows what you have engaged with and will feed you more of that to engage you more. The more you engage, the more profitable Facebook becomes. I don't use Facebook for anything other than reporting on the good goings-on in my daily community life. I'm a front man for letting people know who's making a difference out there by promoting community and the people in it. I like to go around to others' Facebook news feeds and pepper acknowledgements of the good things others are doing. I like to go around catching people doing things right. If I find something bothersome, I scroll right by it. Social media is not my preferred discussion platform, not by a long shot. I choose other forums and means for good, fluid-enriching discussions that don't involve any kind of social media, sometimes as simple as a phone call. Then, there's the front door. Because I have a garden to tend to, friends to meet up with, community service, and the best way to expand my mind and my health lies outside that front door I go out and meet people in the past few years so many have suffered from social isolation more than two years of fear obligation and guilt otherwise known as fog it is very effective where a long-standing trust has been established and can be taken advantage of for politics power or personal gains The truth is just starting to break through, through open admissions and through the courts. This is where I take a deep breath and go for a walk in the woods. The quiet and calmness, the harmony where everything functions in a magnificent symphony of natural symbiosis. (laughs) That sounds so good. We're at the top of the chain. We human beings have all the responsibility for everything everything i've been on a diet for 14 days all i lost was 14 days my spring plants breaking through the soil to bring good food to my kitchen table and my guests Some of my compost is going on three, maybe four years, and I can't wait to get started. And I hope I have more bounty to share than the year before. And that this year, my friends and neighbors will get together to strum, drum and sing. And weekly music jams have started again at our local Legion. We'll surely have some more open jams in Tai Chi at the Ride Community Co-op. And there are ukulele groups in every town. There will be a rendezvous at the Labatt Homestead. More of our senior programs are starting up again. And we can't thank the District Municipality of Muskoka enough for their ongoing programming support. And our seniors really need this. So programs are starting up again. And even though we've been innovative with keeping our families engaged, our seniors are the ones who have been the most isolated. Let's get back to active living, walking, breathing, stretching, and the music, dancing, and laughing. And it's kind of nice to hear people referring to having a cold or the flu instead of that other thing. But be respectful, stay at home when you're not well, and if someone wants to wear a mask, leave them alone and give them space. You don't need to know what their status is and it's their business some people are still very vulnerable earlier in talking to you about facebook i was referring to artificial intelligence or algorithms that judge you and make decisions back in 1983 in the soviet union an historic event took place stanislav petrov who was in the Russian military, on his screen, saw an incoming nuclear weapon launched from the United States and heading for the Soviet Union. There's a very short window to respond. Stanislav waits. He doesn't inform anyone. Everything and everyone in his country is about to die. By doing nothing, he thinks, at least we don't go and kill all of them either. What Stanislav Petrov did was a human thing. Had it been left to artificial intelligence, the outcome would have been mutually assured destruction. MAD, for short. Artificial intelligence. Any intelligence without ethics is not intelligence. The incoming nuclear weapon from the United States to the Soviet Union in 1983 was a system error. Our survival was because of something very human that only humans can do. Technology evolves but will never replace compassion. Muskoka knows compassion. Compassion makes communities stronger. Compassion saves lives. In 1983, Compassion Saved the World. Every program of my sustainable life is like a box of chocolates. It's what I've experienced. Interesting news and events I've come across in the last month or so. Conversations at the coffee shop with Lou or Jenna. Stanley might walk in and Rosemary might be helping out. Something did happen lately that I don't know how to deal with. At least just yet. I know I'm allowed to tell the story, but would ask consent again anyway. It's just how to tell it. It took some time for me to process the accounts of their life. It's such a powerful story that despite the darkness and terror, they came out of it with so much love, compassion, and integrity, giving us the gift of an extraordinary individual with so much humility that I look up to as a mentor. Sometimes the wise ones are younger. I know this story deserves the art of the pause time to reflect on this extraordinary accounting. And maybe one day, I don't know when the time and circumstances will be right, but I'll just know it'll be the right time to share that inspiration with you. Domestic wisdom says your wife will never start a fight. When you're cleaning the house. My Sustainable Life will be back after a short break. This is Dr. Shervin. Hello. Dr. Shervin owns a dental practice in Huntsville. Yes, ma'am. But it's not only a dental practice. Dairy Lane Dental plays a major role in our community, supporting organizations that enrich your town like Community Radio, being a member of the Bay Food Crew, and Huntsville Hospital Foundation Business Cares Program. Dr. Shervin and his team at Dairy Lane Dental knows that alongside truly understanding their patients by providing a pleasant dental experience comes a responsibility to take care of our home. This is correct. Dairy Lane Dental, keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Please visit DairyLaneDental.com. Buy Muskoka for Muskoka. Your collection of Muskoka-based talk shows. Muskoka Magazine, The Bay 88.7. I'm Dr. Shervin from Dairy Lane Dental, and you're listening to Muskoka Magazine. We're back with My Sustainable Life with host Mark Mantha. When it comes to homes define affordable or attainable homes there was a presentation here in gravenhurst a few years ago where the presenter provided different ways that various organizations and governments defined those homes it's all over the board smaller market value homes even if affordable don't remain affordable a small modest home like any home, will follow market value. And in Muskoka, even the smallest homes are out of reach for working families. I get very concerned with some social media groups making claims that lack details, definitions, from people uh, c- proclaiming that you should go ahead and build your tiny house. If you go, to a planning department in any Muskoka town, be very clear, open, and transparent to the fact that this will be your full-time permanent residence. Any permanent residential construction requires a building permit. From there, you're required to follow building code and follow through a series of inspections through your various phases of construction, and you will pay development charges in the thousands of dollars calculated based on the size of your home. Development charges are kind of like paying your first year of property taxes up front. If you think you will avoid a building permit, paying development charges and property taxes by putting your quote full-time residence on wheels or a trailer, there is no such thing. If you are transparent and forthcoming, otherwise you're risking it all even if it's prefabricated I am inclined to introduce the Ontario building code to help get you started in an upcoming show when it comes to affordable and attainable community I have always wholeheartedly supported the land trust solution and keeping the homes affordable in perpetuity and I would support the same here in Gravenhurst Ontario in fact throughout our region in Muskoka. And you know what? Let that ripple across the country. I'm rooting for our neighbours in Huntsville, Ontario to break through and lead our region with a project unfolding there, hopefully the land trust model. This would be a game changer for hard-working families who can't make ends meet. For the wealthy of Muskoka, these land trusts are important to you too. Affordable communities give dignity to the very people who serve you in the lumberyards, your restaurants, do your landscaping, service your car, renovate and clean your homes, do your bookkeeping, farmhands. Everyone is worthy. Someone had their home broken into. All they took was the food. That spoke volumes to me. You shouldn't be surprised by what a four-year-old knows. Here's what a four-year-old said to my friend. The bees are sick and I don't want to live in a spaceship. I want to run with the bees and the birds. Can you make sure they help the bees? Can you tell them for me? A four-year-old is asking for your help with climate action. Do something now we don't have another 10 years. When Ontario finally closed the big coal-burning power plant, the next few years were fantastic in giving millions respiratory relief and better, longer, healthier lives. Ontario made a great climate stride forward in cutting almost 50 megatons of carbon. Then, the next government added it all back with big fossil fuel power plants. Ontario, the second-largest greenhouse gas contributor, while a four-year-old asks for your help. And there's lots of cheap electricity available from Quebec. There always has been. I've learned to turn it off to understand that I have the power to allow myself to be happy and have fun, then switch it on while working to foster good change in politics because... Politics is the weakest link in affecting climate action and environmental restoration. There are even politicians who say politics has to change, but there's something about our community. We compare notes, and we know when what you say does not add up to what you do. My biggest concern are those who can't turn off the fear and anxiety because of having been fed fear every day for far too long. Not just the mass media, but those who govern us. Social media manipulation and opportunistic politics is affecting the well-being of all of us. More accountable actions are the cure for that anxiety in the future for all those four-year-olds. I love getting a text or a phone call invitation to our great Muskoka outdoors. Here's one I got. Let's go for a walk there's a rock formation I want to explore. Give yourself space to be alive and dwell. And thank you again, Judy Rattan Van Cleef. When I go to church in the forest, I'm present in that space. The committee of thoughts goes on vacation. When you do calm yourself in our beautiful Muskoka surroundings, your natural senses wake up. I don't even want to try to define it with words, you just know it's that awesome. Or going out for an early morning paddle on the still waters of Gull Lake is the kind of in person meeting on community issues I'm looking forward to. Making fun works better than waiting to have it. Are tiny homes illegal? Well, there is an Ontario building code for tiny homes. Let's get a flavor for what that takes. Here's an introduction to that building code, and I'm thinking of going in deeper with the next show. And I'll always be up front with you. I am not an expert. I only play one on TV. And this was a learning experience for me years ago when I built the Monchu mini home estate. Yes, it's an estate. Because I might have a little house, but I have a five-acre living room and a natural forest pharmacy I can learn from. Be open, be clear, go to your local municipal planning department before you start anything. I'm not sure the guidance now available from the province on building code related to tiny homes even existed back when I constructed mine. All of this would be so much easier if we had even one tiny home community established in Muskoka, a benchmark for all the great possibilities that we can achieve. That first tiny home community, with a land trust, seems to be on the horizon in Huntsville. Just might lead the way. It's the first project of its kind that could transform life for the vulnerable, hardworking people of Muskoka and Parry Sound. I was reading through some of the ontario building code as it applies to tiny homes one key issue might be harmonizing with municipalities the minimum square footage requirements across ontario if you want most of your rooms to have walls i'll get my calculator out but it looks like it'll be over a thousand square foot minimum if you have walls for all of your rooms however with an open concept design under that same Ontario building code, which makes sense when minifying, you can go much smaller. You can go really small. Here's an excerpt from Buy or Build a Tiny Home in Ontario. It's produced by the Government of Ontario for their Ontario Housing Supply Action Plan. Quote, Can my tiny home be on wheels? Yes. Yes. A tiny home can be on wheels in fact any structure on wheels can be considered a building if it is located on the same spot for a period of time especially if it is connected to services such as water sewage and electricity has exterior stairs to get in and out and is fixed or anchored to the site in this case you may need a building permit and your tiny home must meet certain building code requirements. This generally does not apply to recreational vehicles and campers that are towed. In short, if you can drive it, or it needs a license plate, then it's likely not a building. Close quote. I think I might have convinced myself to do the next show almost entirely on tiny homes and building code here in Ontario. Seems with some good planning you can do this, and I did, and I wish you the same. Living small is the new living large. Every day, I'm impressed with you. I'm impressed with my community. The 24-hour news cycle doesn't add up to all the good things that go unnoticed in this world. The other day, I said at a board meeting that These last three or four years have been exceptional for the Ride Community Co-op and the good work the board and our volunteers have done. Yes, that's true. But incomplete. I should have expounded more. It has also been exceptional because of all the shoulders we stand on and all those who came before us. Thank you for joining me and being my guest take care. Look out for one another. This is Mark Mantha with My Sustainable Life at the Hunter's Bay. MIGWitch, A la prochaine les amis. Until next time, my friends, real people, real conversations, real radio, here on Muskoka Magazine.